everybody thank you for coming back welcome back to a new episode episode 20 actually of from the sidelines for WNBA fans my name is Dev that's right I'm Dev one half of our duo Dev and Dion here to huddle up with you and this is another podcast where the WNBA fans out here we all huddle up and chit chat about what's going on in the league Man, if you're not watching it, get on board. It's been straight mayhem in the league. Right now, we've just gotten over the first couple of rounds of single elimination games. So we're going to talk about that and roll right into our episode. What are we going to talk about? Let's see. Um, Of course, as always, we're going to start with our gratitude. So I'll start with that. We'll talk about the playoffs. How did we get here? We've got semifinals right on the brink here about to start. And we also have gamesmanship awards that have just come out. The MVP, the most improved player. And we'll talk about those in the episode. So we're going to do the WNBA in a flash this week. We'll all get caught up before we get into this next part of the playoffs. It's so crazy. So exciting. All right, guys. Buckle up. Here we go. And as always, I love to just start my day with thinking about the things that I'm grateful for. It's always a little easy for us to complain and find some negative things that get us down. But we can turn it all around, at least for the moment. And if that moment can turn into several minutes and minutes can turn into hours, by the time you know it, you can turn your day around with something to find that you're grateful for that maybe will help you get into that mood. So a few things I'm grateful for. I don't know where you live, but if you live anywhere near the kind of climate that I live in here in Phoenix, the temperatures have finally fallen and it got much cooler. So we've been able to get outside in the mornings and stay outside a little longer in the evening. So I'm super grateful for the cooler temps and just whoo, take a deep breath. We're out of the triple digits, y'all. Um, okay, so the second thing that I'm really grateful for is honest people. Honest people, like good Samaritans, people that look out for, genuinely look out. Like, have you ever left your wallet on the seat inside of your car or left your keys in the front door of your of your house? You know, stuff like that. I'm really grateful because if you ever gotten your keys back or ever found your keys in the door and nothing was out of place, I'm grateful for people that are honest and, and people that take care of, of each other. And finally, lastly, but not least, Certainly grateful for the WNBA. This has been one of the funnest seasons to watch. I'm so glad that we are out of the bubble. The fans being inside of the arenas, um, I think that it's just been straight bananas. So we've seen some amazing uh, games going on. The single eliminations game, uh, single elimination games are personally my most dreaded part of the playoff season. Though I don't really care for it. Hopefully we can graduate to a day where we'll at least have the best of three in the first round of the playoffs. But single eliminations are hard because if a player has a game that's off or a team that's just off, it can really throw the momentum. So unfortunately it's one shot and you're done and you gotta go home. But yeah, we're gonna set you up and tell you how those went in the episode as well and then we're going to talk about who took home some really awesome awards so let's go ahead and get into it all right first off let's start with the first round of the single elimination games we had two games one matchup between the phoenix mercury and the new york liberty and the other game that day was the Dallas Wings against the Chicago Sky. So, 
Starting with the first game, Phoenix Mercury got Brittany Griner, Sophie Cunningham, Shea Petty, Skylar Diggins-Smith, and Brianna Turner all starting up, getting the motion going. The game was a really great game, neck and neck mostly, but Sophie Cunningham came out with her trigger finger dialed up. I mean, she could not miss. Sophie Cunningham took completely over, had a spectacular showing. She shot six of seven from the three-point line in her 21 minutes. She had 21 points, and she was perfect from the three-point line. So if it had not been for Sophie's burst off the bench that game, I don't know if the Mercury would have been here, but it was definitely a collective effort beating the New York Liberty 83-82. to And it was a nail-biter all the way down to the very last minute. Right within seconds of the buzzer in the fourth quarter, Brianna Turner went up, straight up to the bucket. It was fouled by Sammy Whitcomb. And, man, you could just see the look on their faces when they realized that time was up. It was .4 left on the clock, and Phoenix is going to the line. Brianna Turner hit the free throw, and... Phoenix took the win. It was an awesome game. Really one of its kind. So glad I got to to be there for that one. Dallas and Chicago. Chicago just ultimately put a pounding on the Dallas Wings. A lot of fans out that game. Arike Ngumbawale had 22 points, shooting 8 of 16 from the field. Satu Sabali. She's been crushing it since she's returned from her injury a couple games ago. She had 12 on this game. But Chicago, the last episode, I was begging you. If you haven't seen Chicago play, absolutely make sure you try to tune in because James Wade and Candace Parker have figured out the recipe for the Chicago Sky and they're the cooks. They, they got it cooking. Right now, Kalia Copper in the last game against Dallas had 23 points, shooting 10 of 14 from the floor. Allie Quigley had 15. Candace Parker had 11 points and 15 rebounds. Courtney Vandersloot had six times with her 17 points. I mean, just non-stop in the entire game. Kalia Copper can't say enough about how she shined, how she's come through. I believe like half of her points came from just her driving straight to the bucket and muscling up <laughs> and scoring the buckets. Man, watch watch out. Chicago's on the loose. So after the Phoenix Mercury defeated New York Liberty and Chicago defeated the Dallas Wings, that put Chicago and Phoenix into the next bracket. So that rolls into the second bracket of the single elimination game. So that put Phoenix against the Seattle Storm and the Minnesota Lynx against Chicago. Now, my first guess was that I believe that Phoenix would be able to overcome Seattle given the way they've been playing recently and Brianna Stewart being out. So I kind of had my finger on this one, but I was wrong about the second game of the day. Minnesota actually projected to beat Chicago uh, on the second round. So this is how it went down. Diana Taurasi decided to go ahead and come out to play and clearly hurting, I believe, was an ankle injury that she was still recovering from, but decided to play, of course, is, is DT's way, to do whatever she could to help Phoenix get a win in this single elimination game. Diana Taurasi had 14 points. Of course, Skylar Diggins-Smith, her aggressiveness to the cup, 20 points, seven rebounds in the game. And to Sue's point, I do recall the Willis-Reed moment in the, in the NBA where Willis-Reed, the uh, center, he was a big guy, came out of the locker room, clearly hobbling on one of his hurt legs, came out, and that was the inspiration to the New York Knicks were in a Game 7 Finals game, and Willis-Reed decided to play hurt. So that was the reference that Sue Bird was making at the end of the game. But yes, to her point, Diana Taurasi chose to play hurt 
And that, I believe, was the inspiration for the Mercury's burst of energy there. Now, <laughs> they could not buy a free throw in the game. I mean, they were really struggling from the free throw line. I mean, Brittany missed a couple. Skylar Diggins missed a few. Brittany, Brianna Turner missed some. But that did not stop the prowess of the Mercury. Phoenix does close out the game 80 to 85 and talk about bad nerves the entire game i mean it was a nail biting ankle breaking good time like it was some good basketball i was just my cousin called me during the middle of the game i was like i i can't i can't even i, I gotta call you back my nerves too bad so, so like phoenix won 85 to 80 and that pushes them ahead to the semifinals now before we get into the semifinals part of it let's talk about the last single elimination game which was Chicago and Minnesota. Of course, if you've been watching the WNBA for the years now, you know that Minnesota have a good fan base. So I really thought it was going to be a hard place for Chicago to come in and get a W, but I was wrong. Chicago had five players scoring in double figures, including Diamond DeShields and Azaree Stevens. Man, when I see those two players clicking in and scoring the basketball, I know that Chicago's on a roll. So Really seeing them figure out their offensive strategy has been paying off. I believe that Candace Parker has so much to do with the way that Chicago's played this year in comparison to the years prior. So the Minnesota Lynx did come out, had a good effort, but they could not find the bottom of the basket. Uh, Kayla McBride, though, she still had 19 points. Ariel Powers has been ridiculous since her coming back off of injury. Really had a huge showing with 24 points. But Laser Clarendon, Crystal Dangerfield, really just struggled. Even guards off the bench, Rachel Bannum, all struggled. But that puts the Chicago Sky ahead, 89-76, toward the semifinals coming up. And so that is where we land. Guys, we're going to have a good matchup. That puts us at the semifinals for the 2021 WNBA semifinals. Last but not least, I'm going to catch you up on the Gamesmanship Awards. Yep, that is who the MVP is, the MIP. We're going to talk about the defensive awards. I'm going to tell you who all won what. All right. Yep. So the names have come down from the WNBA. They have dropped the all-defensive teams, first and second teams. They've also given us our defensive player of the year. So let's get into it. So... For the Gamesmanship Awards, we're going to start with the Defensive Player of the Year is none other than Sylvia Fowles from the Minnesota Lynx. We've got the first team all-defense. We've got Jonquil Jones from the Connecticut Sun, Brianna Turner from the Phoenix Mercury, Sylvia Fowles from the Minnesota Lynx, Brittany Sykes from the LA Sparks, and Brian January from the Connecticut Sun. That's what's up. We got the second team all-defense. is Brianna Stewart from the Seattle Storm. We got Brianna Jones from the Connecticut Sun. Brittany Griner from Phoenix Mercury, Jasmine Thomas, Connecticut Sun, and lastly, Ariel Atkins from the Washington Mystics. So that lines up your all-defensive teams for this year. Coach of the Year goes to the Connecticut Sun's Kurt Miller. And, drum roll please, the most improved player, Brianna Jones from the Connecticut Sun. Shout out to Brianna Jones now. Look, I called this one back a few episodes ago when I was telling you all like who I thought was on the radar, the players to watch on the radar. Brianna Jones was one of them. So 
definitely. Congratulations to Brianna Jones. I got a chance to take a picture with her and her sister. Look, let me tell you, they look just alike. And you can tell, like, one's a little younger than the other. But shout out to the Jones sisters and Brianna. Yeah, well-deserved for the most improved player. And lastly, but definitely not least, the MVP of the league this year is John Quell Jones. Yep. John Quell Jones is this year's MVP, most valuable player, and rightfully so. I mean, have you look, one of my friends said, <laughs> listen to your podcast, and all I hear you say is John Quell Jones all the time. Who is she? Look, I know. I say her name a lot because she is a magnificent player. John Quell Jones, shout out to you. Well deserved the Bahamian coming here from Connecticut. What a story. You're so worthy. And congratulations to you, John Quell. Up next, we are headed to the semifinals. We've got the best of five. Finally, we have a series we can just buckle in for, see what's going on, and get a few games through the last part of this season. So, next on the horizon, we have the Phoenix Mercury and the Las Vegas Aces. Game one will be in the Mandalay Bay Center in Las Vegas. And I believe because of the seeding, the Aces having the um, better record, they probably will get the uh, home court advantage. So likely they'll play the first two games in Las Vegas and then come back here for game three. So I'll definitely be here at the Phoenix game. And we also have the other series happening, the Chicago Sky against the Connecticut Sun. Connecticut is the number one team in the league this year on a 14-game win streak, and they don't see any reason to start losing now. Look, it's going to be a couple of games where I know we're going to see things we've never seen before. We're going to see actions. We're going to see players play. They're going to rise to the occasion, rise to the levels of the elite basketball and elite players that they are. Boy, am I excited to see exactly how it's going to go down. Um, anybody notice, though, on the AT&T, the AT&T 5G brackets on the WNBA app, how it had the semifinal bracket mixed up? Like, it had Phoenix against Connecticut, Las Vegas against Chicago. But now I learned that it's actually the opposite. Phoenix is going to play Las Vegas and Chicago's playing Connecticut. So, we've gotten over some hurdles with the WNBA app from last year. Cross our fingers and continue to get better. But some things about how, how this app is done, it just really baffles me. I'm sure they wouldn't have it like this and backwards if it was the NBA game. Hmm. Would it? Hmm. Yeah, but that's where we are. So we do know we have the two games coming up. Listen, you don't want to miss them. Find your check, uh, check your local listings and check on the WNBA app to see what time the game will be coming on. Do you think you have an idea? I do. My brackets pretty much came down to history. And right now, Connecticut is my team in my mind to probably take the whole the whole thing. So anyway, that puts us where we need to be. That is another episode of From the Sidelines for WNBA fans. Again, my name is Dev. Thank you so much for joining me. And hey, you can connect with us on social media. You can catch us on Instagram at From the Sidelines Podcast or on Facebook. That is From the Sidelines WNBA. Hey, check check me out. Check my stories. Let us know what you think and who you think your bracket winner will be. Who you think will be the WNBA Finals two contenders that will be left standing. 
Hey, we have a couple more games to watch. I'll check y'all back on the next episode. Same place right here for WNBA fans where we huddle up and talk about our favorite league, the WNBA. All right. Peace.